They're not taught these things. They're not taught how to respect women. They're not taught how to behave in front of children or, or situations like that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 67. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, what you got for us today? I got a random question for you. Um, when is it time to pull the trigger on getting a new toothbrush? Like, what is, is, there, is there a specific number of months, days, weeks? I think it's like six months, isn't it? Six months. Okay. I would have guessed shorter, but okay. I just get one when it just starts to look grody and when it looks weird, right? When whack. like the bristles are all like flat or whatever and right, good to know. Because my I mean mine still looks good. I don't know how long it's been. Do you have a manual or do you have electric? I got that one that uh I, it's like a, it's a manual one, but it I don't know, I press a button and it vibrates. It's hard to say. So electric. Yeah, but I don't think it really does what normal electric ones do. It doesn't doesn't move anything. I think it just shakes my hand a little. I think I think electric <laughs> toothbrushes are just like a pyramid scheme with dentists. They always like recommend. I think I think they're in bed with these toothbrush companies. I don't think they actually do anything better than manual toothbrushes do. I don't think they do either. I think it's all fancy. It's just a gimmick. But anyway, baseball history, baseball history, uh, May 17th, I believe that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. All right, cool. Just double checking here. 1971, Tom McCraw hits perhaps the shortest home run in baseball history. The 140 foot round tripper is a result of three Indians colliding, trying to catch a baseball, a short pop fly to the left center. Near St. Base. 140 feet. Hold up. Two questions. One, why did you say baseball history was boring today for this episode? That's that's fantastic. That's okay. That's all right. That's fantastic. What would you say? 144 foot home run? 140. 140, 140 even. And my second question is, did these guys just like die on impact? Like what, what happened? I don't know. How do how do yeah, three true. guys collide and not one of them has the whereabouts to get up and make a play? I'm curious as to, I mean, if we got three, a short pop up to left center, so I'm gonna assume we got the shortstop, the center fielder, and the left fielder. I mean, where's where's the right fielder coming? I mean, there's got to be something. Second baseman, third baseman. It's wild that you have to run further around the bases than where how far you hit your ball. That is wild. Anyway, I mean, right? worst case scenario, why isn't the catcher running out and grabbing the ball and running back to home to make a tag or something? What what are yeah. we doing? Figure it out. Uh, nineteen seventy nine, the Phillies beat the Cubs in a fifty hit slugfest in the Windy City, twenty three to twenty two. The 11 home runs hit in the game tie a major league mark established by Chicago and their opponents playing in their friendly confines of Wrigley Field in both 1967 and 1977. 50 hits. Miserable. I'm more intrigued by the, what did you say, 11 home runs. Has that record been broken? I feel like it hasn't. I feel like the Dodgers did it like day one this year on their own. That is true. That's a lot of home runs, though. That's a lot of hits. That's just a lot yeah. of offense. That's a good ball right there. Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, 1992, using only 21 dates, the Blue Jays reached the 1 million mark in attendance sooner than any team in Major League history. 1991 Blue Jays and the 1981 Dodgers shared the previous record. 21 days. Get a million fans at your field. That's pretty good. 
Um, I changed the verbiage on this on purpose, so you're welcome. 2003, the Bays tie a major league record when the team does not record a single assist in their 2-0 loss to the Orioles at Camden Yards. The Rampate pitchers with nine Baltimore batters and collect the other 15 ounce on balls hit in the air during the eight innings in the field. Jeez. That's crazy, actually. Now that I read that and think about that, no assists. Hold on. What am I missing? Didn't you say nine strikeouts and 15 balls in the air? I'm very confused as well because it says eight innings in the field. So, Oh, well then they must have been... Wait. <laughs> it's too early for this. And you said there was no other outs made. It was just the 24? All it says is they with nine batters and so then where are the, the other, other th- where are the other three outs? That's what I'm where saying. Where do they go? And it says there's only eight innings, so I don't get it. I don't get it. They do. There's something down in the water down there in Rampate. Uh, they they do things differently down there. Yeah. Well, speaking of doing things differently, my good man Miguel Duhar is done for the year after trying to make a comeback with a partially torn labrum. Um, I don't understand this, truthfully, because he went on the IL uh, for like... We're not doing this, Nate. We're not We're not making the switch. He went on the DL for like two weeks, and everyone's like, oh, he'll be back, he'll be fine. And then he comes back. It was not pretty. Played... I don't know, probably like four or five games. Um, questionable defense still. Didn't really hit that much. And then they said he's now opting for surgery. So he is done for the year. How do you feel about it? Uh, par for the course this year, unfortunately. Well, yeah. So let me ask you this. I guess let me let me reframe that question. How do you feel about it considering – the rest of your team's circumstances right now with all the other injuries, like, does this matter as much? Like if this was just like a, a singular incident where it's like, Oh man, we just lost, we just lost one of our key guys. That's one thing. But then on the flip side, kind of with where your team's at now, it's like, we literally have nobody. So what's one more guy. It's kind of like that actually. Yeah. It's kind of like, what's one more guy. Um, I think if he if he was even league average at defense, it would be a bigger deal. But the fact that he's pretty much a liability at third um, makes it eh for me. I mean, I, of course, like everyone loves the. I, I think he almost had fifty doubles last year. Um, you know, ninety something RBIs. So like. Of course, anybody's going to want that. But, uh, you know, I think with the addition of DJ LeMahieu this year, who is able to play third, um, this Giovanni Urshela kid has just found something. I love that guy. Um, he's locking it down at third. He was brought in to be a defensive, just some defensive depth. Definitely wasn't supposed to be in the big leagues this year. Um, there's more just like organizational depth, but he's figured out how to hit. Um, I think he already has more RBIs this year than he had in his whole career. Um, so, I mean, he's locking it down at third and then once DD gets back, who I think they're projecting him to be back at the end of June, uh, maybe mid June. And, you know, we just, plug and play man we just this is this is a part of the the world series dvd that's gonna be fun to watch all right all right no but you mentioned uh you mentioned geo's uh hitting ability and i did have his line uh from 2019 thus far he's hitting uh, 330 with two bombs 15 rbis and an ops of 874 and just over 100 abs this season so seems like it'll be an adequate replacement for your guy, Andrew Har. So 
I don't well, know. I mean, the it's just that's that's been everyone's job. Like, it's just been a crazy amount of guys stepping up and playing pretty decently. And I think, um, you know, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and I know people are talking noise, like saying this lineup's better than a full, healthy, normal lineup. Um, just because they're playing, they're playing differently. They're not relying on the home run. Um, pitching's been okay, but it hasn't been, you know, standout. Bullpen's been pretty average. I'm assuming they're going to start to get tired pretty soon. Um, where you're just seeing dudes step up, and I think that's what's impressive. Um, you know, to where it's it's guys that you know we shouldn't be talking about. And Cameron Maybin's you know fighting for his you know major league career life. Um, Gio Urshela was turned down by everybody. Um, you know, Mike Talkman's now back, back down, but, uh, you know, he held it together a little bit. Um, they just signed Kendris Morales. They just, uh, bought him for some, uh, I think the A's DFA'd him. So they purchased him like a bag of peanuts. Um, yeah, man. And it's just, it's just dudes figuring it out and, and playing good ball. And it's, uh, it's nice, dude. I, you I don't look at that lineup and say this should be a W, but they figured out. I mean, I'll tip my hat. Y'all are still in second place. Last I saw, so. Uh, mean, yeah, half game. I mean, half I'd, game back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you all have maintained it, but and I on on the same on the same hand, I don't know if you guys will be able to maintain that for much longer. But you also have to take into account, like you said, you're gonna have guys starting to come back which will presumably help the situation a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't see it making the situation worse. I can only see it helping. Uh, yeah. But it'll just be interesting to see how a mix of your regulars and these guys that are kind of fighting for their baseball careers mix together. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Very interesting. And what I was thinking about as far as the Sanduhar stuff, um, I wasn't a fan of it when I heard rumors about it. Um, but I do remember last off season, um, there was a rumor that the Mets offered up Syndergaard for Andujar. I remember Straight about up. that. Yeah. That was yeah. wild. And, you know, like, I don't know. I, I like Andujar a lot, but I, I mean, that would have been interesting. That would have been very interesting. Not to mention Syndergaard would have had to cut his hair, which would have been even weirder. Very weird. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully he comes back next year and, uh, and uh, you know, fully, you know, full health and figures it out like he did rookie year. You know a guy that needs to figure it out, Nate? Figured out. Figured out? I didn't say that. You know who needs to figure it out, Nate? Julio Urias. You, I know you said you're not going to roll your R's for him. Very impressive. Because you're not a big, you're not a big fan of this guy. Nor am I. At he least, doesn't at deserve at least right the R now. roll. He doesn't deserve the R roll. Sorry. But it's his name, though. Urias. Julio Urias. Julio Urias arrested on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic battery on Monday. Placed on administrative leave Tuesday, which, from what I've read, is up to seven days, but can be extended by the league, so... Will be extended. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know... I don't know. Part of me wants to be really upset with this dude, but, like, I just... I feel like there's still a lot that we don't know about, and apparently, with the... Uh, evidence that's surfaced in the last couple of days. Apparently, like there's not much of an argument against him, but as we all know, there's still kind of that stigma right now that's that's working against him, where people, yeah, where, where the whole like innocent until proven guilty thing is kind of pushed to the back burner because people just want to assume that he's guilty. Yeah, I, th that's exactly right. Like it, that goes out the window. Um, I think what's What's starting to suck is that it's becoming almost like a stereotype for athletes. 
you know i think when when you're when you're given so much money at such a young age for i mean what's arguably a child's game you know baseball that's that's what its nickname is you get to play the child's game for as long as you can right when you're given money to do that at such a young age especially when you're an international player i mean these kids are being signed at 15 16 years old you're getting some money quick right and i think i think there's just you're immediately put into a lifestyle that is unlike anyone else that has to go about the normal day um and i i i think some things are skipped you know when you're not going to school when you're not dealing with you know the typical adversities that you know most guys deal with most athletes deal with whatever most you know most people deal with on a regular basis i think it's a little uh you know what I mean? Like you're almost skipping some chapters in the book when when you're signed so young and when you're when you're built to be an athlete. When you're a professional athlete, you don't you don't live the normal human lifestyle. And I think it's it's becoming unhealthy for for players to to do that, you know? Yeah, I think it's safe to say, kind of like what you were saying, is as a as an athlete who makes millions of dollars, or is expected to make millions of dollars, you experience yeah. a lot of things that the average person doesn't. But but you think you're immune to stuff too. Well, like you get you got to think you, you that's not going to happen to me. It doesn't matter. I'm this right. But I'm what I right. But what I was going to say is like you experience a lot of things that the average person doesn't. But at the same time, I think you don't experience a lot of things that the average person does kind of like exactly what you were saying is you, you skip, I don't want to say like lessons because there's, you're not like sitting down and being taught these things, but there are over, lessons, over the, yeah. yeah, I mean, over time you experience these, these life lessons, like you said. And I think, like you said that sometimes, I mean, sometimes you get lucky and you're able to, kind of dabble in that a little bit, but a lot of times these guys just shoot straight to the top and they don't have time for it because they're too busy signing a check. So it's it's interesting. And you did mention money, uh, and we actually did have a voicemail from one of our listeners uh, that was kind of Ooh. on that very kind of on that very topic. So I'm gonna play that right here for you guys. Hey boys, never called, never actually listened to your podcast, but love your uh, Twitter handle, so I follow you guys there. And um saw your post about uh Mr. Urias and uh or Urias, however you want to pronounce that. Um he uh had everything he had the whole world in the palm of his hands. And for something like this, I don't know what's going on with young men nowadays that are getting this money and power. I know you're with these women because you probably love them, but you have to realize you're twenty years old you're about to make millions and millions and millions of dollars throughout your lifetime if you play it right, especially with baseball. And at that moment, I'm sorry, me as a person, it, I'm sorry. If you're going to get mad at me in the middle of the mall while I'm probably taking you on a shopping spree or what have you, whatever the situation was, at that, when that fight happens, walk away. There's going to be millions and millions of other women that, you might get along with even better. And to turn over your whole career and everything that you work for for your entire life, I just I just don't see I just don't see why anymore. And I think uh our younger gener generation needs to um just really think about that and remember that they need to take care of themselves and not react all the time. It's hard. I don't know. You guys let me know. I'm going to listen to your podcast tomorrow. I hope you guys have a great day, and thanks for this opportunity. So, initial reactions? Spot on, for sure. I think I think he's exactly right with the comment at the end, saying, you know, it's it's all reactionary. And you got to have self-control, man. And I think those are part of the lessons that that aren't really, you know, that you're not really experiencing 
when when you're making like you said that much money and have that much power and and by power i mean you know it, you get to play a sport for a living and you know you get to basically avoid any normal job and any normal adversity i mean you don't have to deal with ugh, you don't have to deal with you know making sure you have enough coffee in the morning or making sure you, you you're tying your tie correctly making sure you're ironing your pants making sure you have enough gas in the car to not have to get stuck in traffic not saying these guys don't drive the stadium but like you know what i'm saying like you don't have to worry about certain things and that just all of that stuff just kind of helps with building patience and building you know that proactive type mentality versus a reactionary type mentality yeah i think something that that gets overlooked not necessarily in in his situation because i don't know like his background or any any of that stuff uh but i think something that often gets overlooked is in, in a lot of these situations i'm sure that the the family situation growing up is not always ideal or oftentimes it's even lacking completely and so they yeah. their upbringing is not necessarily ideal and so they're not they're not taught these things they're not taught how to respect women they're not taught how to behave in front of children or or situations like that and right i think in situations similar to this again not saying in this exact situation because i don't know a story uh but i think that they're just learning it on the go and i think that that's when when they're trying to figure it out themselves that's when they get caught that's when they trip up and then because they're on the national stage and sometimes even the global stage, if they're recognizable to that extent, then they come crashing down because at that point, everybody sees it. Everybody's aware of it. And in this, in this world of uh, social media that we live in, everybody's chomping at the bit to throw in their two cents kind of, kind of as we're doing right here. Yeah. But everybody, exactly. everybody wants to jump in on the conversation and, and share their thoughts. Rightfully so, because domestic abuse is obviously not something to laugh at. And it's something that should be taken very seriously. But because of that, everybody wants to kind of express their their disgust with it. And I think all of this kind of comes crashing down at the same time with him being on his high horse with. Uh, pitching at the major league level and then having to, like I said, kind of figure it out as he's, as he's going along. Cause he's a young kid. He's a young kid. Even, yeah. even if he did have a good upbringing, he's still a young kid with money in his pocket. Yeah. And I think that combined with the fact that, like I said, you have all these people with eyeballs on you. It's just a tough situation and I'm not excusing him. I'm just saying there's just a lot of pieces at play here. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how things progress. There are the more details that come out. Um, I think, you know, there's typically only two two scenarios or two routes that this this type of thing goes. One is that, you know, whoever this happened to, loves their significant other and and drops the charges, or, um, you know, it gets messy and he ends up not playing baseball anymore. So. You know, we'll see. I think, you know, I can't say, either, you know, which one of those routes is the correct one. You know, it's, I think it's di it's different. And again, we don't know the detail. I have literally no idea what occurred. You know, I don't know if it's a Ray Rice situation where, you know, you're you're beating your girlfriend up in an, in an elevator and it's on camera and down hallways and stuff. And there's actual physical contact. I don't know if it's that Aroldis Chapman thing that happened a couple of years ago where, you know, it, he his gun went off in the garage and, you know, his girlfriend or wife or whatever is frightened and the cops get called. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what it is, but I mean, I kind of hope for, like you said, that stigma, that stereotype that's been created about athletes i hope it's nothing serious and i hope his significant other is okay yeah i mean obviously we're we're rooting for the best outcome in this situation like we want things to be ironed out the way they should be 
But if it comes out that this guy is guilty of what's being accused of him or what he's being accused of, then it's like he deserves to face the penalty for what he did. But again, if this is just something where as I know I mentioned this social media world that we live in, things tend to get blown way out of proportion. If it's just something that was relatively minor that can be worked out and everybody can just move forward, then let's hope for that. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people are just so addicted to drama and, and wanting negative outcomes, I guess maybe because they think it, it somehow makes their lives better because they feel better about themselves because other people are going through tough times. I don't understand. But like I said, I mean, I think I can speak for you as well. We're obviously hoping for the best outcome in this situation. But as we said, domestic abuse is nothing to joke about. Very serious matter. And if he's guilty, then he should face consequences. So 100. Let's move on to a little uh, something a little more positive here. Austin Riley. Dude is just tearing it up. Give me some stats, pal. I know you got some stats. All right. So he's four for seven through his first two games. He knocked his first major league home run in his debut. Uh, The minor league numbers are what's impressive. For the Gwinnett Stripers, the AAA for the Braves, he was hitting 299 with 15 bombs, 39 RBIs, and an OPS of 1057 through 37 games. And he Oof. hit he hit 10 of those 15 home runs over his final 50 ABs. So So he's basically the Christian Yelich of AAA. Essentially. And he was he's been knocking at the major league door uh for a while. I, I know there was a lot of uh, a lot of grumbling going on with the Atlanta fan base, wondering why he wasn't why he hadn't been called up yet. I'm not even a Braves fan, and I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, this dude is He's been he's proved himself at essentially every level of the minors, and he's doing it at the AAA level. So just bring him up, and finally they did, and I think it's paying off. Uh, from what I see, or from what I've heard, what I've seen, seems like a pretty down to earth kid. Uh, I'm sure some Braves fans could maybe speak to that a little more accurately, but from what I've seen, uh, seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders, which is always, which is always important. Uh, to have when when you get called up, especially right out of the gates, because you know you're dealing with a lot of media requests, you're dealing with a lot of uh, situations where you're under the microscope, people are tuning in to check you out, uh, and it's always good to see guys handle that well uh, right out of the gate. So those are his numbers. Uh, those were his numbers in, in the at the minor league level. Very impressive, uh, and I think. I think the Braves, especially in that divisional race right now, uh, were due for a spark. And I think this this might be their guy. Uh, remind me what position he plays. So he is an outfielder. I believe he was, they had him in the left. All right. So that explains a little bit uh, with Acuna being out there. Um, yeah. I mean, this is, this is great. I, I love, I love stories like this. I love, dudes coming up and just making an impact right away. I know we've talked about it before. Like I'm never going to root for the Red Sox, but that Michael Chavis kid, like it's cool to see like that. That guy's been a stud. Um, this Austin Riley kid, you immediately making an impact. Um, I think it's, it's highly impressive and it makes the NL East even, even better. Yeah, I mean he's their he was their number four prospect. Um, so, like I said, I think he was definitely due. There hadn't been uh, in the research that I did. There hadn't been any real hiccups that would make you think that there'd be any delay. Kind of like with the Vladdy Jr. situation, where there seemed yeah. to be a little more drama with the call out process. Um, but like I said, just glad to see him up. Glad to see him succeeding. I, I saw, I believe it was last night's game, his second game, when uh, he got a knockoff uh, Wainwright, which is always cool mm-hmm. to see. You get these young guys coming up, and uh, Wainwright even gave him a, a little praise after the game, saying, seems like a good dude, seems like he's got a good swing. 
so on and so forth. So I don't know, man. Seems like it's just the ideal situation for him. I'm I'm pumped to to see him up, like I said, and I'm even more excited to kind of follow this guy. I hope that we can uh, be talking more about him in future podcast episodes because he seems like one of these young dudes that's just going to be exciting to follow. Yeah, dude. And we, uh, I mean, you had the Braves going pretty far. Um, World Series. I have them missing. I think I have them missing the playoffs. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets them going. The One of their starters, I was just watching the other day, one of their starters um, just broke a record. Dude, I, I'm going to be way off of these stats, but I think uh, he broke the record for the lowest ERA through like seven or eight starts, some or uh, six or seven starts, something like that. I want to say, I don't know. He's got an ERA of like one, like flat. Soroka. It's Soroka. Look at that kid's stats. Stupid. Ew. He's like, he's like twenty-two. That's disgusting. Four and one with an ERA of. Point nine eight, yeah, dude. <laughs> With a whip of you. one, <laughs> that's disgusting. I told you, oh Braves are doing stuff, man. Goodness. They got a young group, a young group for a while too. And the only people they're paying are freaking Donaldson and Freeman. Everyone else is making five bucks a game. I don't. I mean, I like it. The Braves are playing good ball. Freddie Freeman looks like he's starting to figure it out, which is good for my fantasy team. So, yeah, man, uh, go go Braves for now, I guess. Like I said, got him in the World Series, so I'm hoping it works out. I know. So, uh, Braves got it figured out. They might not do it this year, but uh, they're going to be a force for the next few years. Speaking of forces, let's talk SeatGeek. It's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase. As a first-time user, it's all you got to do to save some of that cash that is cold and hard. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. All right. It's time. It's time. It is time. The or game. The or game. You ready? Let's do it. All right, pal. Starting off quick. More likely to get rejected by a girl in high school. Blake Snell or Josh Hader? Josh Hader. Really? Because of the hair? Yeah, I just feel like I feel like he'd be too much of a tryhard. Alright, that's fair. He'd be like, yo, baby, come out and check my like 2001 Corvette, and it'd be like, that's your dad's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He just seems like a tryhard. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Pulled that out of nowhere. Um, what would you rather do after a game? Ice bath or ride on a stationary bike like Nolan Ryan did? I mean, I would ride on a stationary bike if I could be like Nolan Ryan. But actually, yeah, I'm going to have to go bike either way because ice, bath, ice baths are just brutal. Yeah, I like them. I'm not going to lie. I was a fan. Uh, better chance at uh, winning a hot dog eating contest. Big Poppy or CeCe? I mean, this is pretty obvious. <laughs> it's your guy. Our man's. Our man CeCe. No, not our man's. My man is David Ortiz. Big, and yeah, I'll make, it, I'll make it sound romantic. That's my man. I'm in love with David Ortiz. All right. Would you rather have to wear rubber spikes or have to wear those pants with the stretchy waistline and no belt loops? Ew, disgusting. Like we wore <laughs> in like T-ball. 
Yeah. <laughs> God, that's all I think about right now. What you? What was the first option? I already forgot. <laughs> the rubber, rubber cleats. Rubber spikes. Yeah. I mean, I'm going rubber spikes. All right. Would you rather have to wear a visor or a helmet with a softball face mask? The full cage. A visor as in like a hat visor? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I guess the cage visor on a baseball field would just, no, I, I couldn't do it. Oh, man. Uh, would you rather be the bullpen catcher or the ball boy? Bullpen catcher, man. They make bank and they don't even do anything. Okay, that was like super generalizing. I'm sure they <laughs> I'm sure they do things. I'm sure they, they put in the work. Sorry to any bullpen catchers out there I may have offended. Uh, but you get what I'm saying. It's like I mean, I'm guessing it's comparable to like a backup quarterback where it's like Yeah, you're a quarterback, but you just collect a check. And just watch a game. <laughs> just chill. Except a bullpen. Yeah. Except a bullpen catcher seems even more chill than that. So. Yeah. No chance of ever getting in the game. Yeah. So. Bullpen catcher. All right. Fair. Um. All right. This one's this one's tough. Would you rather have to play on the grass at third, with Mike Trout hitting, or? Catch Araldis Chapman without leg guards. I gotta say, you mentioned that thing about playing third of Mike Trout. My blood pressure was rising as I <laughs> as I thought about that. Ugh. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just gonna have to trust that my slightly above average defensive ability can somewhat protect me. I don't think I could do the Chapman thing. That would be. You have no idea where he's going. Yeah, no, no thanks. I'll pass. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> All right. Uh, pre-game meal. You ready? Would you rather it be a chili cheese dog or jalapeno poppers? Jalapeno poppers, man. Those things are legit. Those things are fuego, right? Got a little kick to them. I love them. I haven't had those in a while. I need to make that happen, I think. Uh... All right, it's bobble, bobblehead day for you at the stadium. Would you rather the fact that they make you made you too ugly or too fat? Uh, I would say I'd rather be too fat because I've seen some bobbleheads that are too ugly and it just doesn't even resemble the person <laughs> they were made to resemble. And it's just like, this is trash. I'm going to throw this away. So I would I would at least want to look like myself and just be a little fat. <laughs> if that's an acceptable answer. Fair. I like it. All right. Last one. More likely to survive on an island castaway style. Charlie Blackman or Madison Bumgarner? Ooh. I'm going to have to go Bumgarner cuz I just feel like this dude has like which I'm sure he does. I I'm I don't even know the answer to this. But I bet you he has, like, some massive woodworking shop. I feel like this dude just knows how to work on things and how to create and build things. So I bet you he'd be able to figure it out by himself on an island. Yeah, I think he's probably got, like, some, like, doomsday shed on his land. Probably does. Probably got, like, some sort of bunker underneath that nobody knows about except him. Yeah. Yeah, it's all just loaded up. Yeah, that's a fair pick. All right, that wraps her up for the Oler game. Solid. I love when you incorporate the big leaguers. Well, those are, those are yeah. probably my favorite. You know what's my favorite? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. There's nothing better than a long, hard... All natural shaft of wood with a clean knob that you can grab to use at your leisure. Oof. And thanks to Zinger Bats, you now have a variety of options to choose from. Creating custom bats for the pros since 1998, Zinger Bats is setting the new standard in professional bat production. 
From the X71 Pro Maple to their background case, you have all you need to light it up on the field this season. Best of all, Singer Bats Company is now the presenting sponsor of the 3O Take. And they want to show you, our listeners, some love. Next time you visit SingerBats.com and stock up on some lumber, use promo code DTD to save 10% off your order. Again, use promo code DTD to save 10% off your Zinger Bats order. For that big league feel off the barrel, look no further than Zinger. DMs. The old Deems. The old Deems. Ding, dings. Asher says Tim Anderson is the new villain. Yeah, so I put up, I'm sure a number of people listening have seen the Instagram video I put up on the story recently where I was like, I don't even know who to dislike anymore. Like, it can't be can't be Bregman right now because he's not running his mouth. Can't be Puig. He's become too likable to me. And Mannequin's just out there soaking up the sun in San Diego. So, like, I needed a guy. And, I like, I had some people sending some answers. And I'm like, yeah, like, I guess I could see it. But, like, it's not somebody I can go all in on. I don't know, man. Tim Anderson might be the guy. Um, yeah, and then, he, and then he brought me back with the whole charity thing every time he steals a base. See that? Yeah, I'm – call me a – Call me a negative Nancy, whatever. I'm con I'm convinced that that was just like some PR move where it was like trying to Yeah, as Asian soft, like, you need to soft, stop being an idiot. Yeah, soften the image a little bit. Which I regardless, it's money that's still going to charity. So like let's not take anything away from that. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if Tim Anderson wakes up one day and he goes, You know what? Today's the day where I declare that my stolen bases equal money to a charity i just don't i I just don't see it happening i i don't know all right that's fair i see what you're saying libby asks who is the best underrated player right now um i'm gonna say can i say rafael devers sure is that acceptable answer I feel like a Soxer, so. uh, Soxer charging back into contention. And last, I, ch- I know I mentioned it last episode. I actually need to check. Is is my guy still leading the AL in batting average? I know. I know. Doesn't matter. I know. Doesn't matter. But I'm just curious. Nobody cares. Oh, no. He fell out a little bit. He's <laughs> He's hitting 323 now. He's only like 10 points behind the AL leader, Polanco out in Minnesota. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to say him. I feel like he's he's uh, flying under the radar a little bit just because he's like 12. And he is serving as a strong source of offense for a team that will be the 2019 World Series champion. So good for him. Whoa. Um, I'm going to go with Josh Bell. Dude is on an absolute tear. Have you seen him for the Pirates? Yep. Smooth. Look out. I gave the biased answer. I think you gave the realistic answer. So that sounds fair enough. Right. Uh Poopy Pants Kid 4343 asks Bread. So solid question. <laughs> <laughs> Solid question, Poopy Pants Kid forty three forty three. Uh don't really know what to say. So moving on. <laughs> Gavin asks, Who are your top five MLB teams? Uh I'm gonna say this is just totally off the top of my head. Are we saying like rank, like ranking wise? What are we doing? That's probably what the question is, but I'm going to make it a little more interesting. Let's just go top five teams in order of like, say the Red Sox just disbanded as an organization. Who would my next favorite team be? Okay. I'm going to say Boston number one. I know, surprised to all. 
Uh, Washington number two. Mm-hmm. Just the hometown squad. Uh, Baltimore three because that that was my childhood team growing up. Shout out Cal Ripken, the goat. Uh, four. Listening. Four. <laughs> four. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the Braves. Like if there was a national team that, aside from the nat, aside from the Nationals, just because they're right down the road. Yeah. Um, I would say the Braves would be a, a quality National League team to follow. Uh, and then fifth, man, I don't even know. I really don't. Fifth would be tough. Rangers, maybe. Rangers, Rangers. I went out. I went out there for a game, a Fourth of July game, a few years back. That's a fun. That's just a fun city, a fun atmosphere, fun organization. They don't win all that much. But that'd be that'd be my fifth team. Yeah, not lately. All right. Well, uh, Yankees won. Probably gonna go Rockies too, I guess, since I lived there so long. Oh, true. Oh, man. Yeah, that's probably a good five for you, huh? That might have been my five. Um. Uh, probably gonna go. Cubs after that. I was kind of like watching them. What are we at? Three, four, eesh. four. Let's go with. I'll say, I'll say Nationals. I kind of, uh, yeah, we'll go four Nationals. Uh, the, the, Bryce, five, the Bryceless Nationals. Yeah. And five, I agree, I'll go Orioles. Because we grew up going there forever, and Camden Yards is awesome. Can we put these? Can we put our top five teams up as graphics with no context? No, no. we're just gonna get shredded. No context, just be like these are <laughs> these are our top five teams. Got Both like the, the Orioles and the, the top Ori- five. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I know Chris Davis is like hitting better, but come on, top five <laughs> bunch of idiots. Uh, Eric with a K asks. What's your take on the amount of shifting in the MLB? I'm okay with it. The shifting doesn't bother me. It's all about it's all about adjusting, reacting to what's before you. Like I know people are like, "Oh, we need to ban the shift." No, you just adjust as a hitter. You all the, these are the best hitters in the world. I think they can figure out a way to work around it. So if that's what the defense wants to do, that's the call that needs to be made. Then as a hitter, just figure out a way to work past it. Yeah. What's annoying is that like when you watch a game, pitchers aren't even pitching to the shift. And hitters are still being stubborn. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not even if if you got a dead pull lefty up, they're not even throwing inside. They're still throwing outside. And you dead pull lefty hitters are still rolling over. Yeah, that's it's that's too much. That's a good observation. I, I have seen that a, a lot. And but they used to pitch to it. They don't do that anymore. Not anyway. e- not efficient. Anthony asks favorite Disney movie. Toy Story. Ooh, thousand percent. Quick one. Wasn't that Pixar before Disney was around? Disney owns Pixar. Now. Okay, well, there's a Toy Story park at Disney World, so I'm counting it as a Disney movie. Whatever. Lion King's the goat. Everyone knows that. Lion King is, like, my number two. Nate, great name, asks, what's better, flat bill or curved bill hats? Uh, I'm going to have to say, because there's only two options, I'm going to say curved bill, but my ideal is, like, Semi, Sli- semi yeah, like right in there between those two. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, man, I remember like looking back at all my hats because I saved all my hats when I was a kid from all the teams I played on Little League and stuff. I had that super curved bill, and I was like, "How do you see anything to the left or your right? You can't see anything." How about you? Those things smell, don't they? This is prime, bro. Oof. Well, I played. I played for the Cardinals like six different times. So many Cardinals hats. They're all curved. Are these all, all in the same? Are these all in the same box? Like that? 
You got to be growing some sort of nasty stuff in there, man. That's gross. Clean your hats, man. Better yet, throw them away. I definitely should throw. Take them some away. advice. <laughs> take some advice from Benny the Jet and just throw it in the fireplace. <laughs> anyway, that anyway. does it for us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating and review. Nate, how many stars? Um, Poopy Pants Kid four three four three says bread. Five stars. As always, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys early next week. Don't go chasing curveballs. By the way, I heard the Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls song the other day, and I thought of you. <laughs> it was I'm perfect, like, right? I'm like, that's Nate's outro. <laughs> anyway, we love you all, and as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What the f- are you trying to take? You take! Don't tell me you don't see!